Keeping it real with Aisha, RD and Prane. Good morning. On the Mixed Breakfast. Mix FM. Good morning. Happy Monday, y'all. Uh, if you don't know, it's like T minus less than a week till... It's plus minus. Uh, plus minus, right. Yeah. guys. National Day. And so we thought we'll do a project this week that highlight non-Malaysians that have chosen Malaysia to be their home. Yeah. Project is called I Choose Malaysia. Mm-hmm. And today, we are going to kick things off with Ima. So Ima is a Nigerian who has decided to live here with his beautiful wife. And he has decided to choose Malaysia. So we caught up with him last Friday. Ima, we know that you've lived in and worked in the UK uh, yeah. and other countries too. But what made you want to settle down or, you know, set up shop here in Malaysia? Um... Personally, Malaysia wasn't my first choice of option, to be honest. Um, while I was based in the UK, I was working. And at the same time, I was trying to save for college. And um, while going through various of universities, um, a family member who was already schooling here had told us that they had British-affiliated universities. So these were universities that were connected to the same British universities and gave the same certificates, as if you schooled in the UK. So oh, it yeah. was... A good opportunity to explore Asia and also get my, you know, my degree and my master's done. So I just felt it was a great chance to jump in, you know. To be honest, I didn't know what to expect when I came to Malaysia, to be honest. It's the first Asian country I ever visited. So it was a lot to take in with the new culture, the diversity of interesting. Uh, it, it was a new experience, an experience I never had in Europe, an experience I never had in Africa. You know, being in, being in the same location with people of three different backgrounds living yeah. peacefully and yet integrating their cultures, their religions. And wow, it was, it was quite interesting. It, it felt to me like being in three countries at the same time. Wow. So, nice. Yeah. 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 So that, that, that kind of gave me a, a good interest in wanting to explore more. Even, even way before I even found my partner or my business, that was like the first thing that gave me, you know, that, Interesting. Okay, Malaysia was quite a good place to stay as a foreigner. Um, do you, at the top of your head, can remember any experiences that you had, like a story that really kind of made you feel like, you know what, I made the right decision to stay here in Malaysia, besides your wife? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, to be frank, I won't lie, there are many other favorable conditions here in Malaysia. Um, for me personally, my goal was just to do my education and head back to the UK because I just felt that the UK be more developed and having more opportunities. That was my mindset then. But after being in Malaysia after a while, I got to understand that even when it came to the concept of business, Malaysia was actually a very, very favorable location, even for a foreigner. I know many foreigners might say otherwise, but as far as my personal experience, I got an opportunity to integrate with different kinds of businesses. And due to the fact that there were so many different kinds of cultures and different kinds of people, it allowed me to be able to have so many more options of kind of possibilities of things I could do, you know? And that actually gave me a huge interest in knowing that lucratively I could actually have a business here way better than I would have back home in the UK. Yeah. When you look at tax-wise or you look at the environment, the people, no, Malaysia is very, very unique in its own way, that's for sure. So now that we've heard the beautiful parts of why you chose Malaysia, let's be real about things. Being a Nigerian citizen at first, we are very sure that you've gone through certain discrimination. If you'd like to share, the space is all yours. Despite how great and nice the country is, when we talk about the people, people are very friendly, loving people. But when you come across unexposed uh, people, or maybe haven't got an opportunity to have proper relationships with, with foreigners, 
uh, you know, there's a saying that there's always fear over what you don't know. Yeah. So at times when, you know, they come across Africans in general, they always have a very a negative mindset at times. Whereby when you see an African, you probably assume he's probably from a poor background or you assume he's illiterate. Or most times, you know, because of the few bad apples, you might even think they're scammers. So it puts you at a point of disadvantage when you have first impression, when you meet certain people at work, when you meet certain people in school. Um, there's always a bit of challenge in having a very transparent relationship because they always come with that, you know, inferiority complex. So I know it's not intentional. I know they don't do it because they want to show or be discriminating, but it comes around for someone who's a foreigner in a very unwelcoming way. Um, to be very frank, one thing I've learned is that as long as you are able to prove that you're otherwise, then you don't have a problem. Because I, I went through that problem with everyone, including my, my in-laws. It's always the mindset whereby they're wondering, are you for real? Are you a, a good person? Are you, uh, are you trying to take advantage of people? Like, because that's what they hear. That's what they see. Yeah. Yeah. That's, the, that's the information, the misinformation creates that mindset that makes them to have fear. Doesn't so, make it easy that the media paints the Nigerians in a bad light also with all the scams. So that adds exactly. on to your woes, isn't it? A few it? bad apples, I would say. Um, I do know there are a few people that are doing illegal businesses and doing a lot of stuff that I know the government would not permit. But those actions, you know, happen to have a huge impact on a bigger community. Yes. Because there are lots of us who come here for school. Absolutely. Lots of us who come here for business and work. Like me personally, I have an opportunity to go back to the UK. My family um, just got a green card last month and they all moved to the States. All my family's now in the States. But despite having that opportunity, I still choose to be Malaysian. Why? Because if I'm going to run away from racism, there's racism everywhere in the world. Yeah. So it comes down to me being able to express myself accurately to these people and show that not only am I legit, not only am I honest, not only am I truthful, but I come from a background that they can trust. So eventually I do find out that, you know, they do come around when they get to know you, when they get to see or talk to you, find out you're not so illiterate like they think you are. The whole experience, yeah, is, it is quite a challenge. It must be quite a challenge. Wow. Thanks for sharing and opening yeah. up, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. So with all these amazing good and bad Malaysian traits that we have, are there any traits that you would like to pass down onto your children? Malaysian traits. Uh -huh. Something about Malaysia that I would say I love, that in all my experience of living in different parts of the world, I would say the unity they have as a family. Look, everywhere in the world, look, we have families everywhere. Everyone has their own way of bonding. That's for sure. But one thing I noticed about Malaysians is that their family bonding is a different type here. It's a kind of a close niche unity you have, whereby no matter where the members of the family are placed in the world, whenever you have traditional or celebration events, they always have that reunion all the time. Now, I'm not saying you don't, you don't have the other parts of the world, but in Malaysia, I find it more consistent that that tradition of being able to keep the family together, despite wherever they are placed, geographical locations, their jobs, or even sometimes different ethnic backgrounds, they still come together and have that meetup once or twice a year. It's it's unique. And that's a trait I would love to pass around wherever I find myself in the world. Why? Because when I noticed it with the Malaysians, it was something that made me look forward to want to have it as my own family values. Nice. Having, having such a connection with my family that no matter how old, no matter where we were, we still had that togetherness. 
That's really interesting because um, I never saw it that way. This is the first time. Actually, yeah. Yeah, I never because saw it Because we're that so way. used to doing it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and we have reunions back home, but when you see how efficient it is here, um, it's not compulsory. It's more of you're just connected. You just want to always have a connection with your family, even if it's once a year. It's something yeah. you put as a priority, at least once a year as a family. It's like and how every year we go to Aisha's house. Oh, yes, yeah, because she only invites us one time out yeah. of the whole year. <laughs> right, watch out next year, you're not going to get it. Still something. Still something. Thank you. Eva, thank you so much. He is part of this week's project. It is I Choose Malaysia since National Day is just around the corner. We are going to be talking to foreigners who have chosen Malaysia as their brand new home. And tomorrow, we're speaking to a lady from Germany who sold and gave up everything from her home country to live in Langkawi. What a story. I, I share RD and Prane on The Mixed Breakfast. Keep it right here. With today's best music.